0: He doesn't respect you, bro. We gotta. Rebel yell.
1: Siri Loki has no respect. Train it up, bro. I don't. I don't love Siri. Too I much. I hate Siri.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she sucks. <clears throat> what episode is this?
3: This is nineteen. Nineteen? Nah. I thought it was eighteen. That's nah. crazy. Eighteen was, was the
1: last 18. one, right? That would make <laughs> oh, sense. <word. laughs> that adds up. <laughs> <laughs> it <was the> last. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yo. i start. Dude, special guest, Mr. Rob Barr. What's up, man, dude? I'm nervous, dude. I'm extremely nervous right Don't now. Be that's man. okay. As soon as you hit record, I said, "Oh,
0: snap. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> lock so in." Snap.
1: Yeah, thank you all for having me. Of course, bro. Beautiful thing. I edit it. Hey, Amen. So if you make any mistakes, I can just post them right away. I'm gonna give you a good <laughs> one-second clip, bro. I'm give you a one-second clip. Oh man, black it out though. Yeah, that's okay. Some people don't know what's me. So we'll get right. <laughs> well, we'll do, we'll try and do a, a little mini introduction. We'll keep it. We'll keep it pretty natural. But uh, what do you do, bro? What, yeah. What's what's the what does the day consist of? Who is like, Rob Barr?
0: Right? Come on. Ah, man, man, that's a uh, wear mini hats. Okay, I wear mini hats. Do I look at the camera or do I? Would I yeah, what just do I just us, bro. feel so okay. like. Okay, yeah, got you. Um, well, Monday through Thursdays. Uh, I wear the hat of a creative arts director mm. at a local church. So, okay. play the keys a little bit, sing a little bit, oversee the production and the sound and the worship. And so, uh, really, I say I take off the hat after Thursday, but ministry is 25 8. So, you never Come take on, it on, bro. Especially like on Sundays, <laughs> bro. Like, and there's no, it's my work day. Um, also, a part time student at North Carolina State University. Let's go. So, studying clinical counseling. Okay. That, go, go, Pat, go. Is that what we say? Yeah. So we make, say, yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: What was the? Why did you choose that? I mean, you're obviously a, a question asking master, but hey man, I'm a nosy person. That's okay. why. That's why. I so, like it. Uh,
0: No, really, I'm I'm pretty inquisitive, man. I, I like to question things, and so I was I took an interest in psychology. I don't know if you remember um, what is his name? He's bald headed and uh, went to our high school. He was a teacher. You know what I'm talking about. They are all his teachers. Yeah, we went to the same high school, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But um, so he taught psychology. And this is like a hard teacher that nobody liked. But I just took a lot of interest in him and the course that he was teaching. Again, psychology. So I was like, oh, snap. And that's just like the study of life. Mm-hmm. So understanding that and, you know, ironically, like all my friends would come. And bring their problems to me and just talk to me about stuff and they be like bro i never i never really tell people this but i know you won't tell anybody and so i was like oh snap i like to be nosy i like to understand like why do people sit the way that they sit why do mm-hmm. why do people like their non-verbals and verbals like why do they function the way that they do and so i was like oh snap let me be a psychologist and so not knowing what a psychologist actually does and i mean primarily they test it's mm-hmm. not necessarily like sitting and working with like your client on like a day-to-day um i guess like a, their day-to-day issues yeah um like i said they primarily test and so i had a shift in college i was like okay instead of psychology being a psychologist let me go ahead and, and uh look into counseling and so here i am i am on the way to being a full-time therapist dude let's go That's at awesome. blank location like say, <laughs> they hire me. oh nice yeah. so it's already locked in Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, great. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully he stays hopefully. locked. If I don't, if I don't, yeah,
2: bro, i stay locked, there, bro, but hopefully
0: I don't get fired.
3: Nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. hopefully I don't yeah. do anything. Done. When the
2: FBI nah, agents get a hold of this episode, bro, it's questionable. Yeah, it's it's O B. Yeah. It's Raps.
1: Keep this off your socials.
2: That's it's, right. It's
1: Raps, bro. Nah. Nah, but you, I mean, you'll do great. I mean, I think the, when you think of a therapist, or we've talked about like a doctor, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh, it's this it's this person that just knows everything right but mm-hmm. a therapist a doctor a freaking professional baseball player it's all just a person you know that's doing a job and got good at something Absolutely. and so that's where it's like gives you a little bit of peace of mind knowing okay i'm not different from that person it's just a certain practice that it takes to get there but i mean mm-hmm. dude you're already you're already the man at it i promise you bro man i appreciate it man
0: yeah. i go into my sessions confident and I come out like, bro, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> bro, like did I mess these people up, man? <laughs> and like, you know, for me being an intern, I've I have like maybe like fifteen to twenty clients. Yeah. And so I've been with most of them for a little over a year. Yeah. Um and so I'm still I'm still fresh. Like we take breaks during the summer. Mm-hmm. So to start, uh, when did I start? Last year in January to take a break during the summer. It's like I was on a hot streak and then yeah. it kind of cut off and I'm cold again. And so mm-hmm. I'm warming up. Um, but, man, there's a lot of self-doubt in in just like me being a therapist in that moment. Yeah. And then sometimes the flashes are, it's there and I'm like, oh, snap, maybe I'm not that bad. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's very like a you have to have that self-confidence mm-hmm. and uh, definitely put your best foot forward and mm. just, you know, remain persistent. And the fact that I'm an intern, I'm learning, and it's okay to be in that area of learning. Yeah. And I know that I'm suitable for what I'm supposed to do. I haven't got fired yet from the internship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Cool. You know what I mean? I'm still in the practice. <laughs> the, the practice, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm doing something right. And when your supervisor's like, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You know? Hey, I'm
1: doing a good job. Do you, know you, right? do you get inspired by your own sessions with other people sometimes. Cause I mean, when I when I'm on a coaching call, for example, when something is posed to me, that gets my mind rolling so much better than if I'm just kind of thinking from a blank slate, essentially. But somebody's in front of me telling me what's going on with them, what's going on in their mind, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'll just go off oh, and be like I'm inspired by, like after that I'll cut, I'll write stuff down and be like that was that was really helpful to me just to clear up things I was thinking through just to see somebody maybe having trouble with that thing and like helping them mm-hmm. through it but do you experience that same thing Um there's definitely motivation um
0: I what I like to do I like to do coaching and there's a there's a huge difference between counseling someone in yeah. coaching when you counsel You're not necessarily like giving advice. Mm. One of the biggest things and probably one of the biggest misconceptions of counseling is we're not necessarily here to fix your problems. Um, We guide you through them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes in the forms of questions. Like, are you sure you wanted to do this? Is this (laughs) like how did that make you feel? What other like what are the pros and cons of this uh, solution? you construct it you know what i mean is it a good idea
2: to do it for the plot (laughs) is it a good
0: idea to do it for the plot what is the plot you know what i mean like it's it's really our goal to kind of like you know pick pick their brains a little bit and and just kind of not necessarily push back on what they're saying but just kind of get them to get them to think and uh what what gives me the motivation is the smiles like Mm -hmm. in the session yeah, when it's like, oh, we're getting somewhere.
1: Yeah,
0: where like, and there's times where I'm hard on myself. Like I, you know, I see families and I see kids and whatnot, and and I'm really getting interested in family therapy. And there's been times where I've had a family sit down and we're talking. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about, bro? Like, when are you? <laughs> and then there's there's like one phrase or there's something that they say that mm-hmm. just kind of gets me like, okay, we're back in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um. And then to be able to wrap around, because what I like to do is keep them in the loop of what I'm doing. Not necessarily like I'm teaching you how to be a therapist, but yeah. like this is why I asked you these questions. Mm-hmm. This is why we did this specific intervention because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And when they understand that and we get somewhere, that's that's the motivation. So yeah. I'm definitely like solution focused, outcome based and... It's awesome. It's it's definitely a blessing to, you know, see that I'm making some change. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's huge because, I mean, I kind of take the same approach in a a coaching aspect where it's like, I'm not teaching you to rely on me. I'm teaching you to be that person for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, to learn not what exactly to think, but how to think. And, you know, my voice telling you this thing over and over again might eventually start to sound a little bit more like yourself Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, six AM and you're trying to do the early morning wake up thing and it's do I wanna do this? You know, it's a little bit more of yourself saying, Yeah, you know, this is what you're trying to accomplish long term. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's cool though, man. Just like you're saying, seeing something actually come out of that is kind of nuts. Absolutely. I and mean, that's where a little bit of the imposter syndrome is like, dang, maybe maybe it does make a
2: difference. Well, bro, know? it's
1: it's crazy to think that like Man, I'm
0: I'm young, like I'm I'm 24, yeah. 25, and some of these clients that I have are older than I am, and some of these clients are, uh, or I'll say some of these parents are giving me their kids as their clients. Right. You know what I mean? And so like they're they're looking to me to help and assist, and mm-hmm. in that moment, I'm the professional in the room, and right. so they're looking to me to guide them to where they don't know how to go, or they do know how to go, but just struggle with getting yeah. there. Yeah. And when you hear like comments from from parents or even individuals that that are clients and they're like man since i've started working with you or since my son started working with you like i've seen a change thank you it's like, I'm like "Man, you keep talking i'm gonna start crying man so like that's but it, it's yeah, yeah no seriously man it's um man it's it's pretty cool it's it's a really yeah. cool it's a really cool job
1: the age thing is so interesting because that's i mean mm-hmm. It's no mystery how old I am when people are coming from my social media to then a coaching scenario, and I also have well, I don't think any of my clients are younger than me, and I get that a lot. Oh, you're you're twenty three. I'm like, yeah, and then they're like, no, that not like in a bad way, but I just don't get it. Like how <laughs> how are you doing what you do? There's an asterisk with you being twenty three. Yeah yeah, 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 and uh, but you mentioned something about. The conversation obviously being the heart of the progress and where it's like people come to me because it's it's coaching. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, well, what exactly is it? You know, they want they want like the worksheet of what the steps are and how things are going to go. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like you see the progress in yourself when you understand why you're actually doing something and you don't figure that out through just doing a checklist of Mm -hmm. things. You know, you're, you're talking to me and I'm picking apart your brain to figure out that intention and that actual purpose behind it. Cause if you come to me just wanting to like lose weight or exercise, mm-hmm. I'm like, those things aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need to know why you're doing those things and you have to care about it. That's where a lot of people kind of fall off. It's just doing it for the sake of the result rather oh. than what comes from getting to that result along the way. But for sure, yeah. That's a clip. Go sign up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Link (laughs) it by you.
0: I'll say this, man. Like, what is a. um, I think about like tutoring, and I was, man, I hated tutoring. But, (laughs) you know, in math, you know, what would my tutor be if she just did the problems for me? Right. As opposed to, okay, these are the steps. And I want to show you how to do that. Yeah. And so I'm going to hold your hand for a little bit. I'm going to show you like we can do one together. We can do a problem together. Mm-hmm. But this next time, I want you to take this, this template, take these rules like algebra, take the, the Pythagorean theorem and all that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are your parameters. And I want you to apply that over here and let's just take it one step at a time if you get it wrong i'm here to help you out but that's better than like okay this is this is the answer Mm -hmm. this is the answer and this is the answer this is the answer it's like the fish analogy right yeah. yeah,
2: yeah it's the same thing right like you you can either teach a man to fish or you can you know you know, just give them the fish or whatever else, whatever the analogy is, but you get the principle where, you know, teaching them the skills to, in order to tackle their problems is a much better solution than just showing them the answer. Right. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's easier said than done because for me, like I'm so solution focused where like if someone was to come to me and talk about, man, I just, I don't, I don't like my, my girlfriend because she's been like verbally abusing me. Dude, Mm. just leave. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, bro, get out yeah, of there. Leave. Yeah, yeah. But there's so much more. Mm-hmm. And like, they don't necessarily, like, it's not always the best thing. And this is like, my mom said, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I've learned that, like, I've given advice, but like, not necessarily advice in a sense that it's valuable. It's kind of like telling people what to do. Yeah. And there's some value. Sometimes you need to tell somebody, like, bro, don't put your hand on that stove, bro. Uh-huh. It's, it's on. It's going to burn you. Right. But there's a difference between like that kind of advice and then the advice where like you're you're not, like you said, the skills that mm-hmm. they need to be taught. You're not like imparting that into them. So then when they're in another situation, mm-hmm. they just kind of like, well, I don't let me go back to the. Yeah. You know,
2: there's a, yeah, I really like that stove analogy mm-hmm. because there are so many things I think that people do in life that are just self-inflicting pain that uh we don't see as a hot stove but like definitely are going back to exes mm-hmm. you know toxic family members et etc cetera, yeah. et cetera. i mean the list goes on doesn't even have to be that drastic just like no procrastinating sure yeah. drinking mm-hmm. drugs yeah. i mean you i mean not getting enough sleep just yeah. just things that are very controllable mm-hmm. that we can easily you know relatively yeah. easily fix and avoid yeah um but we keep these hot stoves around and just keep burning ourselves. Yeah. Bad
3: habits that don't seem too destructive at all can be awful. Like the sleep thing you just said, you know, getting six
1: hours versus eight is huge, huge, huge for your health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that just made me think because when somebody's looking to achieve a certain goal, people have a really high standard for what an actual improvement is. So if you have one good day and you do something right, people don't see that as enough of a win to keep doing that thing over and over again. And it's, That on the scale of 24 hours, it doesn't seem like enough to where you're moving in that direction. Same thing with negative things. Hmm. You know, you're not going to see a life change come out of, oh, you know, one, one bad night or, you know, one bad meal. Mm-hmm. But you do that one bad night or one bad meal a thousand times yeah. over, and you find yourself in a bad spot. You do it once, you feel good the next day, and you are like, "Oh,
3: I can probably do that again. I yeah. did it last week. I'll be fine." Yeah, and you are mm-hmm. doing it every night.
2: I can keep doing it for the plot. Keep doing it. This plot is crazy, bro. <laughs> crazy, bro.
3: No, see, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. Yeah, oh, man, no, it's different if it's good. something cool.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you no, no, you go. I am gonna. No, I mean, I, I just along the same lines. I always say that an actual large improvement or large change is accumulation of hundreds of days where you saw no change or no improvement. Mm -hmm. So again, it's just recognizing that each day has quite the impact because maybe in isolation, it's not doing much, but in terms of setting the tone for what follows many times over, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, There's no one act
3: that can turn your your life around like that. It's just... All the little small ones that yeah. slowly
2: improve it over time. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying. It's like the habit creation, right? Like you, yeah. we, we don't get big by going to the gym one time, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's years and years. I mean, maybe Paul might. Yeah. I don't think we do. But I mean today, today, crazy. right? Today was a good day for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it yeah. was 315 on bench. Let's That's go. That's sick. Yes sir. Congrats, congrats. <laughs> thank right. you. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> Milestone. Um, but, but it is about all these little items and, yeah. and you know, I like what, what your mom said is uh, the way that you do one thing is how you do everything. And, mm-hmm. um, I agree with that up until it comes down to making my bed. I don't think that that translates, but um, everything else I can kind of get behind. But yeah, yeah. Um, Do you make your bed? Huh? huh? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Tom, if you're watching... I make my bed. He's a snitch. <laughs> he's a snitch. <laughs> he's a snitch. <laughs> just throw the comforter <laughs> up. The I, don't know really up. Exactly. I don't know what he's doing. So, so my <laughs> trick is to tuck in the one side, and then the other side is untucked, so all I have to do is pull it back. Mm. But anyway, that's... that's. More Dude, mine's against the wall, so it's just...
3: A
0: bitch and a half. <laughs> True. I think, like, with the how you do one thing is how you do everything, you, you have to look at, like, the deeper, th- there's, like, a deeper meaning behind that. Mm. So, like, it may not contribute to, like, let's take that, that same, like, cleaning analogy. Mm. Like, let's let's just say, like, I'm pretty clean. Mm. It's, like, but the only thing is, like, the bed. That's the only thing I don't make.
4: Right.
0: Well, like, I question, okay, When it comes to that aspect and i'm I'm not i'm just using this as an example but let's just say like okay maybe it's not a cleaning issue but let's say it's a lack of discipline issue and it's like well okay there's patterns here Mm -hmm. so for example okay well i i clean everything everything in my house or my apartment except i just don't make the bed Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say you're at the gym. Well, I do all of my workouts except that one workout. Except, except legs. legs. Except <laughs> legs. Like, bro, I hit everything except legs, bro. Uh, let's let's just say, like, bro, I do...
2: Built like a triangle. I don't know. It, <laughs> 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 It'll at me next time, dude. <laughs> but let's, let's Paul's just Paul's built say, like, like a triangle. Bro. <laughs> I like, bro,
0: like, bro, I, I, shave, I shave everything except, like... I shave my face... I just don't shave the mustache, so it's like, yeah. bro. There's a there's a pattern hey. of like. <laughs> hey, what's wrong oh, with I'm that? Trying grow, I'm, top I'm, trying over here. I'm trying to I'm trying to grow it out too, bro. We're we're all, in it. we're all in it. But you know what I mean. Sometimes it's like, okay, what's the deeper what's the deeper meaning behind that? Right. And so like that, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Like I've realized, like man, there's a lot of aspects in my life where. I'm um, like I need to I need to fix it mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised like again it a lot of the stuff shows up in the day-to-day mm-hmm. acts and we're looking for like those big fish mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily that yeah you know what I mean and
2: so it's just something that you had said. well like speaking of big picture you know I I think it's funny for a lot of my growing up people have always come to me with their problems and I've mm-hmm. always kind of been a sounding board for that and because of that And really earlier on like psychology has always been a really high interest of mine Mm -hmm. um the way that i employ it is kind of in a different way um because it's not my full-time job uh is still being that sounding board but also in my regular engagements with i mean it could be professional engagements it could be personal women um whatever i said (laughs) personal (laughs) um and figuring out like how to conduct certain situations and Um, language to use, not to use, right? And all those details to kind of get to an end result that's positive. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, whether it means that they're feel heard or um, that professionally I'm networking well or whatever else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I find that, 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 that art and that way of thinking and, and, and the analyticalness of the whole, if that's a word, uh, the, the like analysis of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, Very, very interesting. And and looking at that big picture is really cool. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that big picture, do you find that uh, combining your faith and psychology has unique overlap or not particularly? Mm. Faith and psychology. Yeah. No, um, well, not faith in psychology. Yeah, like faith, faith and. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, The overlap, um, man, I, I really rely on, like, wisdom from from my faith mm-hmm. to really push me into the field that, you know, that I... Uh, That I operate in, man. So, um, and and there's sometimes where, like, I'll I'll question, like, theoretical constructs or, you know, certain um, teachings from school. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for the most part, I'm able to utilize my faith. Now, I'm not mentioning, like, Jesus in my sessions and, like, oh, no, your answer is the Bible. Lift your Mm -hmm. hands. I'll pray for you Mm -hmm. and get out of here and... (laughs) sins be going, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I definitely utilize my faith and I'm able to rely on the wisdom and a lot of the stuff. Like a lot of people don't necessarily know where I get like the wisdom from to operate in the space that I operate in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it definitely, uh, it definitely helps. It's
1: awesome. For sure. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna mention kind of what you were talking about more so along the lines of I guess just observation or being able to like curate the right conversation or interaction with somebody Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that ability genuinely does come from just watching how people interact Mm -hmm. and that's something I feel like I get so much out of Mm -hmm. is just at the gym right no headphones just listening seeing how people talk seeing how people carry themselves right maybe somebody walks out the door and doesn't hold the door for the person behind them they have no idea and then the person behind them is like what the heck and then i think drives me crazy right and i'm like i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to do that right and you just pick up on these tiny little things just from watching and i feel like that's been such a big lesson maybe not direct lesson but just thing that i've found really valuable is just listening and watching constantly you know what i mean because there's Mm -hmm. so much to gain from that mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of like being closed in is, is not helpful sometimes
2: that was a specific example but I feel like that is a microcosm of a person's personality through and through yeah. when, yeah. when, when, when you door. are oh yeah, yeah when you are that self absorbed that yeah. you can't like yeah. do a quick little check that's real of like this is gonna slam in someone's face yep yeah. That is crazy because, like, it the force of a like, door coming backwards is more than it being stationary, yeah. Right? So, it's it's a yeah. worse experience than it just being closed, and you have not ever passed through that.
3: Yeah, it just drives me it crazy. It does say a lot about a person if it's Huge. just let me not pay attention to the world around me and yeah, let me yeah. inconvenience the next guy yeah, because right. I don't care. Oh, mm. so you frustrating.
1: Know? Yeah, I, I uh, well, did you have something to say? Because I was gonna switch it up a little bit. I was but. just gonna give you a clip, don't be an L. Oh come on! Be a W. <laughs> be a w. w. Hold the
0: door. Hold the door. I always check behind you. <laughs> PSA. And if you see somebody coming, and they're a little like it, you know, like you have <laughs> to kind like, of discern and yeah, decide. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. okay, they're they're kind of like distance yeah. away,
2: but like, do I hold the door open? Right? You, you just, just make by the run. time it closes, they'll be there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? If yeah. if it will have closed by the time they will have gotten there, probably don't have to hold it, yeah. unless you really want to. Mm-hmm. But as long as the door will have resumed its stationary position, you can probably leave it. But Otherwise, if it's still if it's still moving, if it's still oh moving, bro,
1: just just give up the extra three, seconds. That's minutes. right. That's right. But see, they'll 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 cut the time in half because they'll
2: feel bad and they'll start running. Yeah. If right. it's the weird, they be like, oh, yeah. thank you. oh I know. My, oh my, god. Yeah. it means the world to them too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, Says the, a lot. yeah, it does. Like if if you took those three seconds out of your own day and being like, you know, mm-hmm. these were for you, you know. Like people care about that. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all serious.
1: Yeah. I mean, they'll do the uh, they'll do the pedestrian run. I know, right? Where They're... it's it's no faster. Yeah, but it's it's you this. get the arms into it. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little like athlete bounce. Be you like, like, get you know?
2: get you. Yeah, right. Like, say, get no
1: yeah. No, but
0: seriously, man, yeah. uh, you never know like what that person is going through. Right. That's true. And that person could have like these thoughts where I'm um, not noticed. Do not I'm not seen, seeing, that's huge. You know yeah. what I mean? And think about, like, I'm not saying you're the 13th reason why, but <laughs> you know what I you mean? Like the 11th. You could be the 11th. <laughs> le, be the 11th. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but you know you know what I mean? Like, it, they, they could be like, man, like, see, this person didn't even mm-hmm. hold the door for me. Like, yeah. nobody cares. Right. Literally nobody, even this stranger. Like, yeah. n- you know what I mean? Yeah. But imagine, like, opening that door. <laughs> right. And that could just be like just that seed planted right. for like growth of inspiration. Yeah.
2: Opening the door to a better day. Oh, Opening oh, wow. the door wow. to a better wow. day. I feel that. <laughs> bro, you're
0: on one today, bro. You're on one today, bro. You got like eight clips right here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Strong. It's
1: clip machine. Crazy, bro. You need to charge this thing, bro. If this blows up, bro, I want like a penny. Hey, man. <laughs> I want a penny. Dude, we're, we're a waiting penny. on our first Spotify penny. So, bro, yeah. I'm going to frame the penny. Bro, I'll let you know, man. I'll, give, sure. it, I'll give it to you, bro. How For sure. Up? For sure, bro. I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> the, this is the app where things really take off, I believe. <laughs> bro, let's yeah. go. We should do that if we make a penny off of Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the beginning. Humble
3: beginnings. Yeah, that would be cool. A penny for your thoughts.
1: Oh a penny nice. for your In the wall. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, Let's go. Let's go.
2: <laughs>
1: we still need um, to do the Polaroid thing, dude. I, I know actually do, the like, guests and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, everyone who comes on gets a little yeah, mm-hmm. Polaroid on the wall. Yeah, calm mm-hmm. little Polaroid on the wall. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Isn't <that> too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> extremely calm. Extremely, <laughs> extremely low Extremely calm vibes. You <laughs> know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> something I was gonna bring up was. Something I've been doing the past couple days, Paul's seen me, I just sit out on the front with the sun and try and try and get a little bit tan, get the vitamin D, all that good stuff. But uh, the other day, my friend Frank was on the way over and he's like 25 minutes. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And so I put my I was just going to stay out there until he pulled up and I just put my phone down. I was like, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to like wonder how much time is left or whatever. I'm just going to sit here and just be okay with each individual moment leading up until the point he pulls up. And it was, it was sunny, but it was cold. It was like 48, didn't have a shirt on, no shoes or anything, just kind of trying to exist. And it's not like it's incredibly difficult, but it's not the easiest thing to just sit there and there's nothing going on. You get bored yeah. And I mean, I'm just hearing, okay with that. I'm hearing the wind and I'm like, okay, that makes me a little bit colder. And then the wind dies down. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I feel the sun a little bit more, but just being present in that sense, I feel like does a lot. And if you ask most people just sit there for 20 minutes mm. and don't do anything.
2: 20 minutes where you don't know the end. Right? Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, You can't yeah, see yeah, the yeah. end, which is even crazier. Yeah. Mm. Like there's
1: no clock, no countdown. It's just, I have to exist. That's super difficult. And so that's something I'm trying to implement a little bit more just just being intentional about it but I think I think it's interesting because you're not only just observing what's going on like you're observing the way that you're thinking about what's going on and it's kind of Mm -hmm. like that self-discovery in a sense but um, I feel like it's really powerful and that's the whole point of meditation and all that kind of stuff but I think people who are very much like ultra logical very far from the woo-woo kind of stuff meditation is like oh you know like oh feel feel the spirit down in your toes and like the guided meditation stuff it's like that doesn't resonate with those types of people but if you said to somebody like that just sit there see what happens if you just sit there Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes it's like tweak yeah exactly it's like that's like that's a skill man 100 percent. i don't
3: really know what people mean by meditate you know yeah they say it all the time and it's like what I just yeah. sit there and think about something for you're supposed to turn your mind off when you meditate that's right. impossible no there always, wh-
1: there's always something going on that's that I think that's the misconception because what I've gathered because I've done like some guided meditation type of stuff and just learning a little bit more about it the whole point is to observe kind of like I was saying, because if you tell yourself to not think and kind of blank in your mind, then it's just gonna be the opposite, obviously. Um, but it's like allowing thoughts to come through, accepting them, letting it go and kind of like separating a little bit,
2: maybe. I, I was gonna say exactly that, which I, yeah. I've loved the the way of thinking about that where it's kind of like a wave yeah, you know, where it yeah. like comes in, you know, you can see it crash like the thought coming in. Yeah, and then you know it it crashes or it lands or whatever, and then it has that like you know progressive flow out, and it's like okay, like that was nice, like a thought yeah, and progression, yeah. and now we're back to like our homeostasis. Yeah, what do
3: you what do you think you've like gotten out of that in the
1: first week of doing it? Anything yet? Um, I got a little bit more tan, as you can tell. Yeah. um you no, know. <laughs> nah, I mean, just it's just like a a. More ability within yourself, mm. you know what I mean to be okay, which I think I think that's a lot of people's issue is there's a battle between them and them. maybe mm-hmm. it's on a timeline sort of thing, like my actions now are constantly putting later me in a bad spot. Mm. you know that's a recipe for low self esteem low confidence, and just mm-hmm. working on as many things internally to get to a better point. I think that's really just the mm. the progress, but
2: for me, I experience it the most heavily. Because it's the only time I take is on flights, mm. because I don't have reception, I don't have mm. Wi-Fi, and I'm glued to a seat for however long that flight is. Yeah, and I find that my meditative experience is best, you know, in that environment where I can't look at my phone, or whatever else. And the number of things that I've kind of worked out on flights, I mean, I can I can tell you off the top of my head. Really? I mean, it's been several. Um, what, I mean, what's I, one you can talk about on the pod? Uh, deciding to break up with my ex-girlfriend. Okay. Um, another one, how to, um, uh, what, what I was going to change about my resume. There was like, you know, I wasn't really thinking about anything Mm -hmm. and out of, out of nowhere, I was just like, Oh, like this needs to be on there. Like I haven't, you know, I didn't even have my university honors on there. Like Mm -hmm. my, my sumo, whatever, you know, didn't have that on there. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't have like things that I worked hard for university scholars, none of that. Um, and I'm like. Um, The fact that I started my own business Like the name of the business Needs to be on the freaking resume Like What am I doing Yeah I think
3: time to just sit and think Is super important these days And no one does it I mean I don't do it But you know Yeah We're all
2: But it's so uncomfortable Yeah You know what I mean It's because we're all just Dopamine
3: addicted You know we have to be doing Something all the time Even if it's Nothing productive We have to be sitting on our phone Looking at something I mean Yeah You see me (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I deleted Instagram this week. Wow. I don't have yeah, Instagram, TikTok, yes. anything. That's, that's no. we're, gonna Come on. we're gonna keep it. Up. I'm gonna see what happens. Nice. Yeah,
2: and and I've been intentional over the last couple of weeks of taking much more alone time. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. I love people engagement. I love going out. I love the whole thing. I've kind of not stopped because I'm not I'm not doing the whole dry January, whatever. But I haven't been out since like New Year's. Yeah, it's February too. So. Uh, it, I mean, it is, right. Well, okay. <laughs> I haven't continued it necessarily. It's it's just kind of avoiding drinking, partially because of the gains, partially because of the mental, partially because of the, how it impacts like the whole weekend. But with being alone, um, it doesn't fill in the gaps, right? Like you have to have those internal conversations and all the things that you uh, either knew you had to deal with or didn't want to deal with or didn't know you had to deal with are all things that kind of rise and in one way or another, you're going to improve, right? Like there, there's that alone time, that that quiet time, the meditation yeah. time, um, and and I like the fact that you're doing it outside, shirtless, grounded mm-hmm. in the sun, in the wind, in the cold, yeah. Um, which already gives you a stimulus of, well, this kind of sucks. So let's yeah. let's see where I go in a sucky situation, right, dude? That that's so. What real does my me? mind think about when right. it's
1: difficult? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, what I was trying to do is it's because you want to fight it in a way like you want to do something about it, Mm -hmm. you know, but when you're in a situation, I mean, the ice bath is a very potent experience of this exact thing. But even just a little bit of wind being like, why is that a problem? You know, why am I trying to like fight against this thing? It's more so just learning To be okay with that thing you can't control, but you're able to control the way you look at that thing. I mean, I think that's really the learned experience from it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, look, you think about somebody who is the most successful, like the most successful people in my mind have a, a certain mental resilience, there's a self respect, there's confidence, there's autonomy in what they do. But those people, historically in their lives are typically the least distracted from what's going on with them. Mm. Right. And the people who are the least successful in that regard are the most distracted from what's going on with them. You know, you ask somebody, Oh, what do you like? You know, what are your, what are your hobbies all the way to like, how do you feel or who are you absent of your job or whatever else? Are you happy? Right. Mm. And it's a, it's a blank slate. There's, Mm -hmm. there's nothing. Right. And that's where you think, OK, well, maybe you see somebody that's, quote unquote, doing better than you, but are they doing better or are they just distracted from what's actually going on with them? Because you can look around and see thousands of people that are seemingly doing better than you. I mean, just go downtown. Oh, why is everyone having so much fun? And I'm, I'm just at home doing, you know, A, B and C, Um, but those people are distracted, right? And that's a generalization, obviously. Um, but being present with what's going on with you—that's where the most growth happens, you know. And you can't—you can't cheat that either.
2: I hate to say it, but um, one of the things that helps me be present, particularly when I am out or at a concert or whatever, because I'm always—I'm always thinking, right? I'm yeah, always somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, drinking. Yeah. And I hate that. I mean, but it's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if I don't know the song for the concert or the artist that I'm there to see isn't out yet because the opener's there or whatever, like the drinks help make and calm everything else down so that I can really like lock in on the one thing. Mm. And uh, you know, not drinking for for a month and a half now. I mean, I don't really drink often, but but when I go to these events, you know, it's nice. Um, and even going to a, those th- those types of like events, I've, I've gone to a concert recently, didn't drink for that either. And it's like, okay, like, you're, you're confronted with uh, working through that without the assistance, um, which is really valuable. Like, when, when you really yeah. just uh, take life on raw and, mm-hmm. and just get after it, um, I think you learn a lot. And yeah. It kind of aligns with what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Well, I think maybe with the, with the drinking thing, it, it's kind of like a, maybe a situational benefit right like focusing on a certain thing i mean obviously i don't know that stimulus but um again looking at it that way but do you drink not well not yeah. ever like you, like, never, like have. you never have yeah. oh really Mm-mm. i didn't even know that like, like, never like, drink never like smoke not, not, not a sip like yeah. oh, that's pretty calm bro that's awesome that's cool yeah, no, yeah no, i didn't no. even
0: know that Mm-mm. That's pretty sick. Never have, man. Yeah. I've always thought about like when I when I graduate, I was like, bro, I want one of those big Cuban cigars, like my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> and I've always like been interested in like dipping and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, bro, it's not. It's not worth it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Just once you get into it, it can be very addictive. And then just kind of considering like where, uh, not necessarily my direct family, but some of my family members, family members, mm-hmm. where they've come from, uh, it's just like, bro, I don't I don't want to go down that path, you know what I mean?
2: And then the, uh, you know, kind of along the drinking lines, um, I know Chris Williamson said this, I can't remember if he was on the Ice Coffee Hour or his own show with Alex Tramosi, I can't remember where Who was. Who is this? Uh, Chris Williamson's is the host <clears throat> of Modern Wisdom, the podcast, and he was citing some study, but or research that every drink you have is one step closer to your grave mm. and how there's literally no like uh physical benefit to drinking because mm, right. it's literally a poison. Yeah. Um, and that reality is also like enough. I mean, you know, for, for, for us to take being healthy so seriously and then literally make a decision to mm. be a detriment to our own health. Yeah. It's like, it's mm. in such conflict. Yeah. And kind of Alyssa said the same thing. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, I'm working my literal ass off mm-hmm. on everything else to be healthy, and then to make decisions that aren't is yeah. just so so Why just take a step back? Yeah, yeah exactly what you said. That's so. that's
1: how I felt about cheat meals because <sighs> when I first got into just eating right and doing that whole thing in the fitness world, I mean the influences are the bodybuilders, and that's not that's not a longevity mm-hmm. conversation of diet, right? That's just achieving some sort of physique and as fast as you possibly can. So I would I would eat a certain way during the week, I'd eat well or whatever. And obviously that's evolved, you know, just mm-hmm. learning more about what's actually good for you. But then Sunday and this was maybe when I was 14, 15. Back when he was soft. Right. It, exactly, really. That was my cheat day, right? I'd go to Krispy Kreme and eat nine freaking donuts. And uh, literally, like, nine to 12. Jesus and uh, Yeah. All right, Sam Sulek. Yeah. I know, And, right? you know, I <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> you know, guess I wish that wasn't the case, but hmm. maybe I'm glad it, it was earlier on that I learned that kind of lesson. But when I would do that, it wasn't even the best thing during it necessarily. I mean, I guess it was enjoyable, but then afterwards it was just disappointment, you know? Oh, Mm -hmm. I ate healthy Monday through Saturday. What, just to give myself a cushion to ruin it on Sunday? You know, I'm eating healthy to be a healthy individual, not to have this game with myself of like, oh, well, let me do really good and then reward myself. It's like, Hmm. shouldn't the reward be that you're a little bit healthier yeah. now, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it, it's weird. Cause the food thing, people are so emotional about it for sure. That that's a, that's an emotional experience for a lot of people. And it's not, it's not one of those things to, I, I don't know. I feel like people get their feelings hurt. About it's, it, it. it's not yeah. sexy either. Yeah, yeah. To like eat well, no. you know, it's, it's boring.
2: <laughs> and <Yeah>. you're <laughs> eating a lot of the same stuff and, uh, it doesn't have, you know, the barbecue sauce and the mm-hmm. Chick Fil A oils and the fries and you know the fun stuff. Right? Yeah. I mean, sure, healthy food could be fun. Um, it's just more work. I mean, it's more work. You can yeah. you can
1: definitely have variety within a healthy parameter of yeah. eating. And I mean, when you do that, you don't feel limited. Hmm. I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time, and it's not like I'm I'm walking around with a fence around what I'm able to eat and what I'm not. I just happen uh, to as long as it's beef. Yeah, well, <laughs> as long as it's beef. No, well, well that's what I'm saying. It's beef like beef and rice. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that that doesn't feel like, "Oh, I have to eat only this thing." Mm-hmm. It's like, "Well, what would I eat if I was trying to be the healthiest and perform the best?" It's that, you know, and that's it's it's the priority switch. You know what I mean? It's not just a, a taste thing things that are good for you start to taste better when you're interested in doing things that are good for you mm-hmm. you know and it's just changing that perspective a little bit i mean most people it's it's just what tastes good right what do i want right now you know but three years down the line you mm-hmm. would probably want to look back and say oh i didn't eat that thing but it's wagering who do you listen to right now or later
2: and that's so huge. I, I made the transition to like the beef and very, yeah. I mean, the cleanest of clean diets, like as clean as I can make it, I've, I've tried to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in high school, I prided myself when, whenever we would get uh, the academic honor roll, whenever mm-hmm. they would throw us breakfasts mm-hmm. and they would have us eat donuts. Mm-hmm. And my friends would be like, just just eat a freaking donut. And I'm like, no, I like I won't. Like, I'll, I'll go have a, a couple of, like of the bananas or whatever. But like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing a donut yeah. and I'm not making just because this is a celebration, have this be the exception to my rule of being healthy dude that that's just it like home, doesn't it? well
1: it's it's because it's a young person thing too mm-hmm. when you are focused on eating well when you're young it's like i mean i heard this all the time what, what do you need to be worried about that for you're you're 15 years old you know you can eat whatever you want you know when you're when you're 25 30 that's when you start thinking about that thing i'm like yeah, that's when you started thinking <laughs> about it because you're a freaking goober. What do you exactly. mean? Like, that That just that always made me mm. so mad. And that kind of thing, I can just picture being 14, 15. Now, nah, I, I don't eat that sort of thing. I'd prefer to eat the mm. the healthy thing, maybe mm. being like, oh, you know, eye roll. Right. Because um, it, they don't buy in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people are reactive, they're not proactive. Right, right. And uh, the diet's the biggest one. You only start to eat well when you're freaking stomachs hanging over your waistband mm. instead of saying, oh, you know, maybe, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I mean, no, it's true. Honestly, right? though, it's it's It's, it's like, oh, re- I should probably
2: lose weight now. I should probably eat differently. Well, you're too late, pal. Like, sure, right. you could, but, like, we could have prevented this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, and I know what you're saying. Like, it's obviously not too late in a sense to change that long term. It's just, like, again, the timeline of those types of decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if you just focused on what's important as early on as possible right and how much further ahead you'd be than if you didn't um it's true with everything yeah not for real (laughs) huge i'm keeping my mouth shut on that one (laughs) the food thing yeah i mean look it's uh it's just what you find important you know what
3: i mean i mean i've always just taken a calories in calories out macros driven approach not really what's in the food i'm eating which is probably not the best long term it's just about you know bodybuilding which is perspective which is a fair
2: approach i mean i i think for me and correct me if i'm wrong for you but i think it's it's fair um it's really a principle thing yeah yeah, like i don't want the donut out of the principle that i am someone who identifies that i don't eat donuts right like that's just like it's just like a rule yeah for me
3: it's i would eat the donut because these carbs are gonna you know be that last rep for (laughs) me. right
2: which is fine and 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 I'm okay with being like, like everyone else can go have the donuts at the on a roll breakfast, but I'm not going to be someone who does. Yeah. Right. And which is fine. Um, it's also where like, I find that because I'm trying to eat clean, have done that. Um, whenever I have something that's not clean, I feel it. Like I cannot mm-hmm. believe, mm-hmm. like I had, you know, I, I've mentioned a couple times, but yeah. Um, a 30 piece nugget from Chick-fil-A. Right. For, for like a lunch. And I was like, Oh my God. Like There's what's happening? It's you that, like a regular lunch. <laughs> it's like a regular, but because I need the quantity. Try right? ten next time. But, I mean, <laughs> right? Because I need I need to see it as like a dessert, right? Yeah. Because that's what it really is. Is like I it, it's so unpart of my regular now, particularly just the oils. Because if I if I um like took their nuggets and didn't fry them and did like air fryer, that, that would make a world of difference. Yeah. Um, but because it's all that peanut oil that I just don't consume now, I'm I'm pretty much exclusively um, like animal fats and Mm -hmm. like, because it's from, from the beef, um, then that's where it's at for me. And and anything that, that, that now conflicts with that doesn't make me feel very well. Um, all that being said, what's your diet like and how do you feel like it uh, plays into your overall? We're over here. (laughs) We, we, yeah, man, I, uh,
0: I don't drink sodas. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you count ginger ale, This is so. Weird. i think you're i think you're not from the south <laughs> you know what that, i mean like ginger that, that ale one. Those don't bro, mind, yeah. ginger ale is medicine for the like bro it is when i was my sick my mom, mom gave me a cracker and ginger ale <laughs> yeah, bro yeah, and that did ale. the trick did it not maybe pepto bismo but sure. oh no let's go to the store and get you a ginger ale <laughs> oh, man. That's, so um but other than that bro i love candy man uh-huh. like <laughs> i love candy bro <laughs> Um I I I eat whatever I want really. Mm-hmm. I don't have like I'm I'm starting to now as I journey through, which is something I was gonna mention, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm not one of those that's like, well, I don't I don't drink, I don't smoke. Bro, you drink and you smoke? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you're weird. Mm-hmm. Like stay over there <laughs> and try to belittle you into but, yeah. bro, you're lame since you drink. Stop drinking, you right. know what I mean? Um, it's definitely kind of like a it's, it's it's a journey we have to be an um, example right be an example set the example yeah. and like you, you don't know what you're doing for someone kind of like going back to the door opening the door mm-hmm. like your actions bro there's always a cause and effect I like and that. It's, a, it's a ripple effect you know what I mean so like if crew's shaming me on the <laughs> fact that I go to Chick-fil-A, bro. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I know today's Sunday, but I wish they were open. I'd be Honestly, there. Yeah. I'd be there. Why are y'all are talking about Chick-fil-A sucks. Oh, bro, crazy. Tell me about it. It sucks. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. It's oh, very bro, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's, that, oh, Chef's kiss. Bro. I know right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but apple tea. You know, I like for some people if if crew, let's just say crew was like, bro, I don't I don't do X Y and Z. Right. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Bro, get out of my face. Right. Like you're lame. This is why in 10 years you're going to die.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like that's not motivation no. for me. Yeah. If anything that's discouragement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But going back to the leader, you know, thing that you said, if you're if you're just like, "No, bro, because I've realized mm-hmm. what's happened when I consume mm-hmm. like stuff that has peanut oils and all the thingy majiggies and, yeah. and whatnot man it's just not good for me right i might be as inquisitive as i sure. am what do you what do you mean like how <laughs> How have you you know that's yeah. that's one approach yeah and there's a it's a it's one thing for someone to just lead by example then right. to yeah. shame someone into following exactly. what you're doing and so for me i'm just like bro i eat what i i eat what i want mm-hmm. but yeah. i've learned like bro i live it's little by little like mm-hmm. i've learned Man, I'm kind of get getting tired of, like, an air fryer. I'm getting tired of these George Foreman hamburgers, bro. Like, I'm getting tired of, uh, like, you know, eating fried chicken and stuff. And, really, I grew up practically healthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't have a lot of junk food mm-hmm. in my house. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of baked chips. Mm-hmm. So, like, when everybody's yeah. like, bro, I love Lay's. I love original Lay's. <laughs> bro, I like baked Lay's, bro. Like, that's delicious to me. The baked ones are better. They are better, bro. bro. No, not. And a lot of people are like, and see, you see what I'm saying? So, like, bro, like, I didn't have candy in the house like that. We only had water. Yeah. So there's already a preset. and ginger ale. But that's only if you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. Two and it's two it's different things, cabinet. bro. Yeah, it's right. a medicine cabinet thing, bro. And that's <laughs> the day that you're sick. And the day that you're not sick is going down the drain. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my mom instilled that in me. Like, Lucky Charms barely.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Barely had that. Yeah. And she would buy, like, a select thing of snacks. Yeah. And, it's, and it's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, just... It's, it's a marathon for me. Like, I'm slowly right. but surely yep. like, bro, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of tabletop. Tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I want to eat something healthy that's delicious. Yeah. We
3: had snacks on snacks in my house as it a kid. Did. And, like, my parents are the best parents in the world, but that's the one thing I'm going to do different. Just yeah. give my kids healthy shit. Because I didn't start eating, you know, good protein rich meals for a long time. Like, yeah. my, my lunches were, they tasted good, but it was. Ham sandwich with like two slices of ham, a bag of Doritos, and some Oreos. Yeah. You know, and yeah. my water. Yeah, well, uh, water with a little Hawaiian punch mix right. in there, and it's like you're like, I was working out. You know, I worked out since I was like twelve, but I didn't eat right till I was about eighteen. Huge, and if I had bro. been for those six years, I mean,
2: he could be Chris Bumstead. I'd be a lot further along right <laughs> now. You know, and, yeah, used, yeah, chill. <laughs> the, the crazy thing we is, don't need that we don't need you to be further along <laughs> no,
1: chill out. just you're catch good, up dude, dude. You're you're good dude, you're good no i can i can't do that it's <laughs> in
0: my dna i'm stuck like this but uh no like i used to the crazy thing is i used to look at kids like you and be like bro i want that lunch like oh, bro right. i want to do that mm, like yeah. my mom was um, sick of it when i, I was bro I, I i went to southwest man and my mom was a teacher there Elementary. And so yeah, that's where yeah, I went fourth fourth grade. Yeah, nice. she taught fourth grade. So um, I remember her.
3: I didn't ah, know that uh, was your mom. Wait, who was your teacher? Not her, but who? What's what's her name? Well, what's yeah, I don't know. You want to blast it I don't. I don't remember. The world, but... <laughs> Miss. Oh, I remember fifth grade. grade.
0: No Skinner. No. Okay. <sighs> But <laughs> circle back. we'll circle back, bro. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Well, but um, oh, oh, no, no, no. I there didn't. you go. No, I didn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mm-hmm. always used to look at kids and be like, man, I wanted that. Like, my mom would limit my snack um, at the at the lunch line. Like, they had it whenever I put my my ID in, and it would be like only one snack. It was Wednesday, bro. Only on Wednesdays, <laughs> no bro. One snack on Wednesdays, How'd bro. She do that? That's impressive. She's yeah. a teacher, and she's like that. She's uh, a and I thank her for that. Yeah, right. but. There was one point in time where I was like, Bro, this oh, sucks, snack. bro. Like, can I have can I have that, bro? <laughs> yeah, <please laughs> like not. in middle school, like there's this kid named Mark. I don't know if he's watching this, but Mark, you're a goat. Bro <laughs> would give me his gushes like every every time, bro, because he didn't eat gushes, bro. Gushes. And that was the only
1: time I really oh got my. to eat candy, man. Yeah. So I don't know why I brought that up. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, so yeah, it's just interesting. I-, I wanted to I wanted to touch on something you mentioned with the uh being the example thing, because I think when you're trying to do something that's maybe a little bit different than most people, it feels like a very internal situation. Like, I'm doing something that's different from everyone else, this feels bad. But you also don't know how many people you are being kind of the support for that wanted to do that thing, Mm -hmm. but were also afraid to do it, right? And the more you kind of go along that path, you start to hear from those types of Mm -hmm. people. They're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm so glad you do this, this, and this. I've always thought that I was not doing the right thing or, you know, not relatable to other people. Mm-hmm. But that's that's huge, right? You don't know how much impact you might be having on other people watching you do that thing that
2: maybe you feel isolated by. Mm-hmm. Which now you've made it into a job, right? Like yeah. that's what your job is, right? It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. reaching out and being, being the person for all those people who, right. who follow you and who you influence,
1: yeah. um, mm-hmm. which is pretty great. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's a cool thing. I mean, along the lines of the... Because uh, we were talking about the diet stuff. I also wanted to mention that I think along the same lines of on the scale of a day, it's not going to make a huge difference. And you mentioned the principle side of things. That's what it really comes down to is just a pattern. You know what I mean? It's it's understanding that today's decision will impact tomorrow's decision. Mm-hmm. And it's it's what path that leads down, right? So again, one bad meal in the grand scheme of things probably won't make that big of a difference, but just being more willing to eat that bad meal that's where I think it plays sure. a difference.
3: Well, with a diet, it's a lot shorter of a timeline, too. I think just because you eat right for one week, you feel it, yeah, after yeah, yeah. one week, you know.
2: But I, the, the, the whole diet thing, I don't rock with it's for me, it's a lifestyle, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's, well, like, I mean, I don't mean diet as in like you're doing a diet, just like, like what your you diet, eat. Sure, your sure yeah, intake, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: so. Go ahead. No, no, no. You got well, I was just going to yeah. say, you know, okay.
2: for, for my birthday recently, I've told my parents I, I don't want cake. Uh-huh. So, like, for when I was in high school, oh. I was like, um, I want a, uh, like, an edible arrangement, uh-huh. like the
1: fruit thing, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool, you know, j- like, just to do. An um, arrangement of edibles, you just freaking I, so <laughs> so yeah. oh, I was but so stoned. That's crazy. I was so gone. It, <laughs> no,
3: bro. We no, no we right
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, bro. Edibles. Yes, bro. Oh, <laughs> my
0: bro is going crazy by the way this guy has amazing skin bro that's oh, just like snap. one what? bro you have amazing skin i was gonna say yeah. this is this is dude like the edibles bro when you eat healthy bro like you see the external rewards it gives you it's great true. skin and all that stuff bro so it's eat edibles bro true. yeah until not, the- not, not, not like edibles like the the weed edible true, bro well <laughs> edibles as not fruit you know what
1: yeah. i mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eat, eat those, eat those, eat those. So bro. your skin looks good until you try and straight razor shave. Dude, yeah, I like sliced my neck on one side. It was just gushing blood. I'm like, bro, nice. What you're am a I, survivor, doing? bro? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, <laughs> you're a you're worst right. survivor. <laughs> yeah, these are my scars. <laughs> He's a survivor, bro.
0: Um, I, I, I was gonna say that, um, you were talking about just like your day to day actions yep. impact, uh, your future. Something along the lines of that. And I used to, bro, I used to, like, spam Eric Thomas. I don't know if you guys know who oh, that yeah, is. Oh, yeah, NC baby. When you want to mm-hmm. succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll uh-huh. be successful. That guy. And everybody's like, oh, I know that guy. Are yeah. you referring
2: to the speech he made to NC State? I love that one. Was that at State? What? Oh, did my he God. he that at State? He he like, made to
0: NC State. Huh? When you want to succeed as bad as you. I
2: did? don't know if it, I I, I don't have the whole thing memorized, State, yeah. but he, was, he gave a speech to the NC State yes, football team. And that was like, it. all of his clips come from that like really so it was
0: awesome that put him on the map yeah and bro i used to like just spam his stuff for inspiration Mm -hmm. like junior year senior year man like i was just locked in and one thing that he said and i'll never forget this um but this is like i hopefully i don't botch it so it mean so it can become like a clip (laughs) but uh he said the dna of your success is wrapped in your routine and so it's like what you do on the day-to-day basis, bro, mm-hmm. is going to push you mm-hmm. forward to like either success or failure. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like
0: if you're in stagnation, then I question like, is that success or failure for you? But regardless, nonetheless, like it's success or failure, your your routine, like your daily routine. Yeah. And so the question is, it's kind of like a question to the, to the pod and whoever sees this mm-hmm. is like, bro, what do you... What do you want, and yeah. what are you willing to do? Are you willing to shift your routine and change your routine for the betterment of your life and your future? Mm-hmm. So,
2: and similarly, he also said this during the NC State speech. He was like, "Everyone want to be a lion, <laughs> <laughs> until it's time to do it lions until do." It <laughs> <do. laughs> right. gives me chills, dude. That's
3: like, crazy, oh my god, like, bro. Let's... Say after. what you will about NC State Sports. Some good speeches have come out of them. No yeah. kidding. Good speeches Jimmy have come v. out. Yeah, none of them have worked, oh, but um.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of them have
1: worked. It's I like crazy. that.
0: We've been to the balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, Never done that, though. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just I, I knew, jokes, you know. jokes, jokes, jokes. I, I saw knew. a, uh, I think it was a Mike Tyson <laughs> it quote. It was something along the lines of discipline is doing what you hate like you love it. Discipline mm-hmm. <laughs> do. <laughs> is no, doing what you hate like if you if, love it. Discipline is you hate like you love it. If
0: Eric Thomas and our guy is watching this bro heck yeah like he was like bro so y'all, y'all got jokes huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna have you guys awesome. come on but never mind. change my mind bro, yeah, we'll right. get, bro we'll not me. me I'm not making fun of none of you man I ain't Mr. making Tyson. fun of nobody bro. no 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 no, no, no. Mr. Mr. Show T- up, up our asses. Mr. Bro. Tyson Mr. <laughs> Tyson and Eric Thomas come see me yeah, you know please what I mean? my awesome.
1: Tyson I'm the best ever <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm the most brutal I'm the best fighter I
1: thought you talking about I
3: love it bro <laughs> it's Crazy, bro. Mm. But yeah, no, that's
0: some that's some good stuff, man. It's it's your it's your routine, man. And yeah. so uh, you know, so, sooner or later,
1: I'll come around to eating eating real healthy, real good. I get you right. Yeah, don't yeah. no worry. It's it's not. I think the there's so much of a trendiness to the the routine and the the biohacking and Huberman and Joe Rogan and Gary Brecca and everyone's just like famous and it's it's cool mm-hmm. you know in a sense but people don't realize that also for the people that do those things pretty religiously it feels very bad you know what I mean? To do the things that require discipline, it does not feel good for anybody. I've been hating my cold showers. Yes. <laughs> Last three days yeah. no going kidding.
3: strong, go. they suck, but I've been keeping nice, them up. Dude. Yeah. Dude, the first three days are the hardest Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> The first week's the hardest, but yeah. once you they get easier. Not much. I look forward to it, honestly. Mm, yeah. Okay. Probably yeah. need to just turn the water down. But yeah. are you <laughs> doing it first thing in the morning? When I wake up. I mean yeah. <laughs> That's it. it. takes a dog to move yeah. brother. Dude, the water here gets cold though. Oh, like it does. The top water here, way colder than at like my parents' house. When well, I hear
1: you walk into the bathroom, I hook up the pipes to the ice bath. Oh, shit. So yeah. yeah. Let's go. Thanks. It's like self circulating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. No, but uh, it's uh, it, it again, it doesn't feel satisfying for anybody. You, know, you look at a, a powerlifter and you think, man, it must feel different for them to lift super heavy weight because when mm. I do it, it feels like garbage mm. like my eyes are going to pop out of my head oh you, you see somebody that wakes up early it, it must be kind of a nice nice little smooth transition like no ah, yeah. no weight is still Boys. heavy the weight is still heavy the the morning is still early you know it, it is
2: 75 wasn't today was oh
1: to shit sure. yeah. right. yeah. <laughs> no, 75 yeah. minutes crazy <laughs> Sorry, easy light like <laughs> work but
2: yeah, no, that's all. That's all I got. No, but it's still hard for those people. It's still hard for you. right? <laughs> yeah, like it's just yeah. hard for everyone. It still sucks. You still decide to do the difficult thing yeah. because it's worth doing difficult things to become better. Yeah, yeah part true. of your
3: brain that does difficult things is still a muscle. You got to work up. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't bench four or five on your first day. Yeah, yeah Or after so many, <laughs> <laughs> a couple days.
0: I do think like there's like a shave off to where like certain things do get easier not everything gets easier like lifting in general there's always going to be a weight that you're trying to get to Mm -hmm. um Mm. but the weight that you did hit like at one point in time 225 seemed to be a giant right now 225 is like it's still it's still a big boy yeah but i'm i'm able to hit that thing you know what i mean and so the next Uh giant is that 315 Mm -hmm. so like for for some for some encouragement and not just like with weights, but just in life in general, like some stuff does get easier. Mm-hmm. It does get like when you jump out of routine. I don't like this. I want to go back to this. I yeah. thought I didn't, I thought I didn't like getting up at 6:30. But when I got up at 8:30, bro, I felt like crap. So uh, yeah. let me go right on back. And then that next morning, it's like This is this is it. Okay, you know what I mean, and that's because of like the consistency. (laughs) Now that's not
1: that's. I don't know if you guys are getting ready
0: to like push back
1: or what, but But I'll push back in a in a good way where I completely agree. It obviously two twenty five becomes easier when you surpass two twenty five, but once you've done that, right now you're not wanting to go down to 225 because you're more willing to do something that is as challenging, if not more, Mm -hmm. you know, so in correlation to what your actual capacity is, Mm -hmm. you're not going to go back down to that point. Because again, it's, it's that willingness has improved along with that strength, just like anything else. You know, you're not going to ask for it to be easier now because you've built up that strength, but maybe that was
2: similar. It's similar, but slightly framed differently. Yeah. It's, it's a bit more of a positive look on, on the 225 because You know, in in order to hit the two twenty five, you know, a couple a couple uh, like negatives of two forty, you know, might help you get will will help you get that 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 two twenty five amount. So training and uh, experiencing a difficulty that is higher than what you want your baseline to be, if if you think about the baseline of being two twenty five, is a way to make that new baseline easier right so for example if i wanted to hit um you know an ice bath for example at 33 degrees okay like a cool way to work or or say 40 degrees Mm -hmm. right um for five minutes right a minute at 33 degrees would help me get there right Mm -hmm. because i'm training beyond the 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 hard and then being able to come back which makes the the lower value uh easier yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. which is true in general right like if Mm -hmm. if if you take cold showers you um do the weight example, um, and then you have to go deal with life stresses, right? You, you you've you've experienced high levels of stress. It should make your uh, a, a lower amount of stress, which would feel like extreme to someone else, yeah. right? Easier now because your baseline has been adjusted. Well, that's the analogy I use. Is you know, a ten year old breaks their
1: ipad screen it's like bro literally what the freak and they you freaking <laughs> but, but you know uh, a 60 f- a year old man who's been to war mm-hmm. and you break his ipad screen it's like all right it's like oh yeah, yeah. Who cares? oh there's a line <laughs> yeah there's you know what line. i mean and it's it's literally that right the more that you've gone through <laughs> well the, the lower stimulus is exactly. less impactful to you than it would mm-hmm. be to somebody who you know that's that's the worst thing that's ever happened to them mm-hmm. um but yeah literally, i just way. wanted to say. It. <laughs> I'm not saying it, bro. I, know. I I've got a bad habit of doing it, bro, and it
0: and it sticks like glue, bro. Yeah. And that's part of the routine, except I'm talking about, bro, like day to day. And now I'm like trying to see so it's learning. now. Fight against it. Yeah. Fight against that's it. That's
3: a good way to look at it, though. <laughs> you know, if it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, it's gonna feel a lot harder than if it's
1: like trivial, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Joe Rogan, I've heard him say it, like a thousand times on his pod, but there's there's some saying it, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So it's, it's talking about that exactly. Right. Somebody, I mean that iPad breaking might be the worst thing that's ever happened to that kid. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the increase in tolerance. And I think looking at it that way shows how realistic improving that is because everybody can look at somebody who lifts weights and say, Oh, your body has become more tolerable or can tolerate a heavier weight through building up to that point. But I don't know why we don't, more often look at our mind in the same exact way as mm-hmm. well if you teach your mind to be okay with a higher stimulus of difficulty everything else below that does become actually easier like mm-hmm. you're saying yeah. i think that's the most applicable version of that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm.
2: when we're ready to jump i have a new topic
0: okay i Without was gonna, the time. i was gonna say i was gonna say to go back to the 225 example and i hear what you're saying about like you're always looking forward to that next i do think there's an opportunity for gratitude to where it's like bro i remember when i couldn't hit this 225 because if you're not careful due to your routine or lack thereof routine you can regress to where 315 is that next giant now 225 we're back Mm -hmm. because i wasn't going to the gym or i wasn't taking my routine seriously and i'm and chest day was Twice a week and now it's zero and it's bi-weekly or maybe once a month Mm. and i'm screwing that up So I just wanted to throw that in there. I think like there's an opportunity for gratitude So like you're not necessarily where you want to be Mm. But thank god you're not where you were Mm. and you have that goal to look towards, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, I mean the goals are important, but I think chest day is more important today than no. Oh, I want to hit then, 315. Then day, right? Was, yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, leg day is actually way more important <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I will die on that hill if that's the saying there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I think again, just focusing on, hey, well, the, the chest day in front of me instead yep. of only being worried about, oh, well, I just want to hit 315 mm-hmm. because what are you going to do? You're gonna try and hit three fifteen every single time, and you're gonna fail, and you'll be like, "Oh, this this is not a worthy pursuit." You might even hurt yourself. Exactly because you did it prematurely. Yeah, yeah. And and you had a you had a new topic,
2: correct? I did. Yeah, it's a bit of a jump. Um, and I have a couple questions to kind of walk us down mm-hmm. the, the metaphorical road here. Um, but I kind of want to see, you know, from the three of you, what's the purpose of life? Hmm. Easy. All right going
1: getting super jacked all right right let's go let's go
3: (laughs) well there's a lot of different ways you could look at it you know yeah purely biological reproduce you know it's what we've been doing for however long we've been on this earth yeah sure why do anything else but what's the purpose
2: of your life like what's what's Mm. like why why are you still
3: to provide for a Family, you know, for mm-hmm. your children that you have and raise them up so they can do the same thing for theirs, but that has from, pretty... from like one certain lens, is what I'm saying. That's not sure it for me, and I'm not trying to, I I'm mean, it is to... a lot of it for me, but
2: yeah, I'm not trying to push back on what you're saying. But I am, uh, I, I, the reason I, I, I push at all is because many will, will say, you know, to, to leave this legacy or, or to do this, mm. that has nothing to do with you being here now. You know, all, all of those things have to do with, you know, the next generation or whatever else. Like if, if, if that, if that's your purpose, okay, fine. But like, but like, why are you here now? And like, what's, because we're talking about the day-to-day stuff, right? What, what do you do or why, why are we here today and now, um, other than to leave a legacy, right? Like there has to be a reason beyond that. I feel like. I I Uh, think, I don't know. I mean, does there, if you don't Mm -hmm. think there is, then sure. I mean, that can be your take, which is fine, but.
1: I think it's, it's to Not my final answer okay. It's not your final answer? <laughs> no,
2: we're, I mean This is a test. Just, y'all go, y'all
1: go <laughs> Alright, perfect I, I just think it's to Find a better understanding You know, because Because what that entails Is progress Right, it's finding How can you be in a In a spot Maybe as an individual I guess to Progress as a constant that's what I look for. Anyways, that's where I find a lot of meaning is I don't need something to be at a certain point because I know past that point, there are more things, but I'd like to be at a point where all of my things are moving forward a little bit. And again, I think what, what that's achieving, or right? Because some people say, oh, well, you know, what's the sake of progressing if, you know, you're, you're just going to die. And it's not really in like a, oh, leave my legacy kind of way or whatever, I think there's just a general understanding that improves about yourself, about the world, about the exact question you're asking when you look for progress in the right way, mm. right? I mean, if you dig yourself into the ultra money focus hole or ultra whatever focus, that's not it's not really uncovering that answer, y- you don't feel fulfilled. You don't really feel like that's progress necessarily because it kind of stops at a certain point. But within yourself, progress there doesn't get old. You know what I mean? That's that's like a, a great opportunity. People love the chase of like, oh, I got to make more money. You got to make more money because it's fun. But at money a certain point, money for fun. <laughs> you know, you, you make enough and then it's it's like, okay, what else is there? But you don't get to that point with yourself. I don't think so anyways. But that's kind of my...
0: My answer is going to be wrapped in Jesus. Like my quite-
1: my... The
0: very essence of my being is like for for him like mm-hmm. I, I live I live solely for Jesus, and when I say solely for Jesus, not like in a sense where it's like screw you guys only him, mm-hmm. but solely for Jesus in a way that how I see the world and my life and death it's all like that's the premise and so like i I know that I'm called to like bring others to him. Like and, and and that's it. Like, how do I do it through music, through maybe not necessarily counseling directly, mm-hmm. but hopefully in hopes that it's like an in indirect that I plan to see that subconscious. And it's like, man, there's something different about this guy. Like, bro, I can just I can just come and talk to you. Like, mm-hmm. man, I don't feel judged when I'm when I'm around you. Like, man, I just feel like there's just something about you, man. Like, what what is it? Like, what like you know, have somebody inquisitive enough to ask. And I'm like, oh man, it's Jesus. Let me tell you about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's that's where my purpose is wrapped around. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, is it solely in ministry from the perspective of preaching, which I'm not a preacher yet. I really don't want to be one. Or music. Is it music? Is it, do I stay in counseling or is there something else? Um, but that's that's it. That's That's my answer, man. And there is no like, well, now that's the Jesus answer. Let me give you a practice. No, that, like, that's, that's my answer. answer. That's yeah. it. That's mm-hmm. all that I have, man. Awesome. Yeah.
3: There are a lot of different lenses you could look at that that question through, I think. Yeah. But I mean, I think... my answer is not even like, that's not my answer. You know, that's just one way I think you could look at mm-hmm. it. But I want your
2: answer. Because there are, there are diff- different answers. Yeah, right. I mean, it's supposed to be a difficult question. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think, you know, to provide for my eventual children, that's a really mm-hmm. big one. That's I mean, I think that should be... Everyone's yeah if, if you plan on having children yeah um I like Cruz's answer too you know just to understand the world around you because at the end of the day we do just die there's not really a point to anything we do in mm. in a grim sense, but if yeah. you can you know understand the world the best you can understand yourself, you can carve out a really fulfilling life for
1: yourself. Well, that's what I think is the interesting discrepancy between maybe the ultra-realist view and maybe more of a Christian view, where it seems like the realist view is everything is 100% earthly. That's all that matters. Past that, you die nothing. And then almost the sense that I get from more of a Christian or maybe just religious in general is not a lack of earthly meaning, but it seems very much focused on dying Mm -hmm. and afterwards and that's where i get a little bit pulled in both directions because i'd like to think that there's actual purpose to what's going on on earth other than just serving the meaning of what happens after i die Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's Mm -hmm. you know i think that could be another two-hour podcast for (laughs) sure so we might need to run it back yeah um you know but it's, yes,
0: there's another life and that's spent with, with the maker. Hmm. Um, but what you do here on this earth also matters. Mm-hmm. And so for Christians that have pushed that on to the rest of the world to where it's like, bro, this doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be here with you. You can't take money with you. Mm-hmm. That's incomplete. Like, that's the incomplete word of God. Like, there's scripture that talks about money matters. There's scripture that talks about being a man. And, you know, it's it's terrible for you. And I'm definitely paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact scripture. But questioning what kind of man are you that leaves no inheritance for his children, talking about legacy, or you don't provide for your family what kind of man are you? Yeah. You know what I mean. Well, and so it's yeah. there. There's more w- when Christians say like it's not necessarily the life here on Earth that matters, quote unquote. It's not from the perspective of like, bro, if I just punch you in the face and then like I kick somebody. Can we try? No, that no, no, no I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but it, it's it's like over 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 Christ like mm-hmm. if there comes a decision where I have to compromise like that that whole saying like which is scripture but what is it for a man to gain the world but lose his soul meaning like you know how people say bro you sold your soul man like yeah, bro you're I, not I, I, even your, you're not even yourself anymore because yeah. you did some weird ritual so, or whatever like, and that's yeah <laughs> like you you sip blood from a baby goat bro and so now Dude. like all you do is podcast stuff and you make millions
1: but you sold your soul <laughs> yeah Dude, that's so crazy! Look at my. Uh, well, it'll be quite the scroll. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, let's see. I I said something about a a blank soul literally in what I was writing today. Yeah. You know, making a ton of money and getting loads of followers isn't that hard if you don't mind leaving your soul blank in the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's exactly what you're talking about.
2: OnlyFans. Yeah. Only fans.
1: <laughs> well, I I kind of. Touched yeah. on that <laughs> oh, God, come this, bro. Come come little calm little. But you know, I uh, <laughs> calm <Come> little, <laughs> little But I again that is, in all fairness, but it's, it's, like, it's it. like um I I think those things that you're talking about still to me seem to be framed in like a being that man or having those certain values and all these things are important for what happens after you die.
0: There is so, like, there is an emphasis on the next life, yeah. There is an emphasis on what you do for Christ, only what you do for Christ will last. There is an emphasis on to live is for Christ, to die is to gain. That is true because it's heaven, you know what I mean? Like, we talk about a perfect place where there's no more dying, no more crying, Mm -hmm. no more any of like the terrible stuff. So, yeah, it's like, bro, we want to get there you're guaranteed that in salvation so it's like okay now what you do on the earth like that that matters like Mm -hmm. who do i impact how do i like being a nice person you know what i mean like that goes a long way Mm -hmm. and so like for for christians i definitely want to encourage like any christian that's listening out there like give the full gospel Mm -hmm. you know what i mean don't just put like emphasis on 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 heaven you know what i mean like if i I think I'm a pretty good person. You know what I mean? If I only cared about heaven and was like, screw down here, Mm -hmm. then that would be like, I I don't have to. It doesn't really matter how I treat you guys. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. I can just be myself. But my belief in who I am has made me a completely better person. I don't know if Paul remembers I used to have a terrible mouth, bro. Like I used to just like cuss people out, bro. And (laughs) like, man, I I, like I used to lie and steal and not feel bad about it. Not this wasn't like crazy, but like I I, I used to be like pretty negative, bro. Like I like there's a lot of things as a person and things that I allowed to happen to me that just wasn't it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I met Christ that that stuff shifted. And so again, yes, heaven matters, but. That's not until I don't know when right here matters. Yeah. And so when people say like earthly things don't matter again, it's like over, over him, you know what I mean? Like the Bible talks about like possessions on earth and, you know, we're guaranteed an inheritance and, you know, love your neighbors as you, as you love yourself, you know what I mean? And including your enemies, learning to forgive others and learning not to hold on to offense and just being a better person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, there's definitely an emphasis on the afterlife,
2: but mm. earth matters, I think all that makes sense. Um, I think that there's a lot of things from religion that I can get behind, but I am not religious, yeah, so it, all of that gives me no comfort mm-hmm. um there is there is no after for me there there there's there there There's nothing to feel good about the end wow. um which is heavy, right, and it's uncomfortable, wow. and it makes <laughs> now a lot harder um because of it. But, um, all that to say though, like for me and my answer, the purpose of life is, you know, I hate, I hate to quote, well, I don't hate, but, um, you know, to, to kind of quote and paraphrase one of our founding documents, Mm. kind of the pursuit of happiness. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that's a real thing because it is difficult to be happy. Like you have to do a lot, like life can, life can give you a lot of things to handle. Yeah. Right, And you have to be intentional and strategic and structure your life and make decisions in a way that make you happy, right? And there's plenty of things not to. Like we have stresses and there is always gonna be stresses. And if you blow those out of proportion or not, depending on what you're dealing with, yeah. you can easily choose to not be happy, right? But to make decisions to be happy, and that, and that has to do with starting a family, which I think gives somebody purpose. And that that lends itself to being happy. So then the next question is, how, how do you be happy, right? And I think having a purpose, right, and having a, a reason to exist makes you happy, right? I am mm. in a yeah. position currently, I'm kind of lacking some purpose, mm. right, genuinely, right? Go have a kid. Dude. That is yes. not the advice sick, I would bro. give to anybody. No. Uh, no. Right no, bro. No. Yeah. That'll mm. give you some purpose. Mm. Yes, it would. Um not gonna start there though. <laughs> bro. If you're gonna have a kid.
0: Be married. Oh. Yeah. So I like
2: you can that. have a partner. Like that. that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, go get married. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Find bro, your it's hard raising a kid. That's by your purpose yourself, right now. That's a whole another conversation. That's right. It should be anyways. To kind of wrap up what I'm getting at though. Yeah. Um I am, I am looking currently, and I've talked with people older than me as well, having a purpose, whatever chapter you're in in life, is what's going to give you that, 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 that happiness, that satisfaction, yeah. all those things. And a lot of those answers, I, I think you can get from God and, and the Bible and all of that, where you know that can give you some purpose and that can give you some direction, which I think is healthy and, and comforting. But when you don't have that, when 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 you haven't uh used that as a resource mm. it doesn't give you the 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 playbook or the the next thing to be like okay like well this says this and blah 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 mm. um you have to self-source that um and then it leads into a whole round of other challenges right to have those internal conversations and 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 going back to the uh being intentional with being alone which we spoke about earlier right you have to have these conversations that you know others may have had whenever the bible was written mm. right but you have you, you're putting yourself through having those on your own yeah that then lets you solve those challenges right so long story short the life we are here to to pursue happiness i honestly legacy doesn't really matter to me i have to say mm. because why because it's afterward right sure i'm going to leave a good impact and like i'm going to be a good person for the sake of being a good person and that's what matters to me now right and that's going to have an impact you know whatever size after i'm not right but I'm doing it now because it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. And I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to be a good friend. I'm going to be a good brother whatever. All of that because it's the right thing to do. It's going to produce the outcomes I'm interested in now. And it's going to make me happy because others around me are going to be happy.
1: Yeah, it's, I think a lot of it is finding purpose at the most accessible source. And I think that's why I find self-improvement and finding a better understanding within myself so fulfilling because that is the closest source possible. And I think that's maybe a very similar feeling in religion is having this idea of God being with you, a part of you. Mm -hmm. He is you, you are him, whatever. Um, It's, it's having a very close source of purpose within yourself. And I think, you know, obviously from this conversation, you can find that similar sort of thing in a lot of different ways. But I think that's really what it comes down to because you find somebody that maybe has a very high level of fear or stress about their own life. You find that their purpose is very distant from them, right? It's, it's a job, it's a business, it's another person and how Mm -hmm. fragile is that purpose? Right. Mm -hmm. But when you find that recently, right. right. (laughs) And you know, when you, again, when you find that within yourself, Right and and maybe God being a version of that, um, I think that's a really powerful thing. So, I've got a good question, but we do got to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, shoot it, and we'll we'll try and be quick. All right.
3: <laughs> um, mainly for you two. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't believe in you know God or mm-hmm. the afterlife, but you still No, and can accept that scripture and the Bible provides a good moral framework on how to live your life. Why not follow it?
2: Because I don't believe.
3: Hmm.
2: Right? It just it it it, it's the principles of being a good person and all that can still be true, right? But the uh, what what happens after how how we came to be? If you disagree with everything that is the founding principles of the Bible and of the religion then you can't identify with it, right? I mean, it, I, to, to selectively rock with certain items um, doesn't make you a believer in the overall scheme of things. Just right, that's has, not
3: what I'm saying. But like, you can still follow you know, certain things that it tells you on how to be a good person or how it says you can be a good person. Well, then I am
2: without actually using it, right? I mean, if, if all those things happen to be in there, right? Like, I'm, I'm not using them because they're in there. I'm using them because I think it makes me a good person. It just so so happens Mm -hmm. that they're in there and it's the same, it's Mm -hmm. the same idea, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. Low key. I feel like I do also. That's kind of how I was felt. I'm not super religious, Mm Yeah. but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, that's the thing. It makes sense. And that's why I'm willing to embrace those things. Just because I'm not a Christian, I'm not going to be team Mm non-Christian for everything, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just team. I'm going to think about this idea, Mm -hmm and see what I think about it. Right. It's not, what is, what does my friend group think? And let me kind of tweak that and filter it a little bit and then go through, you know, it's just, it feels very freeing personally to say the only filter to what I believe is what I believe. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know? And, uh, Maybe maybe that's a good a good stopping point since yeah, this awesome. this could go on a <laughs> this long time. Could go a while. Though. Yeah, this was this was awesome, man. Mr. Yeah. Rob Bar. Oh man, man. come on. Appreciate you, fellas. Thank absolutely. you so much for coming. Oh, on. I appreciate you, fellas. Appreciate this was, this you. This is a solid app. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, I'll let you uh, this wish. This <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks
2: for listening.